can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics are coming off of a huge 119-114 win over the Golden State Warriors. Chef Curry cooking it up from deep, absolutely torched us, but the Celtics came out with a massive victory tonight. And want to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Go through player of the game, go through some of the positives, some of the negatives, uh, and then we'll talk a a little bit about the rest of the season, kind of where things are shaping up at this point. But the Celtics are hot, and they're peaking at the right time. The season is turning around, and as of this second, the standings are looking good. So want to follow today's podcast again, same as usual. So got to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. The guy went off. As good as Steph Curry was tonight, Jason Tatum did everything he could to match his performance. Uh, tonight, 44 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, a plus 12 on the plus minus, 16 of 25 from the field. 5 of 9 from 3, and 7 of 8 from the free throw line. This is as complete of a performance offensively as you can get. And goddamn, did we need every single point of it tonight. The Celtics played a okay game offensively, uh, but realistically did not move the ball well. Uh, relied on a lot of the one-on-one play of Tatum and Kemba uh, because there really wasn't a lot of assists. You know, as a team, this is one of our lower assist games in one of our victories. Only 18 assists on the night, uh, and Jason Tatum played a lot of hero ball, but tonight he just wasn't missing. 16 of 25 is incredible. Five of nine, excellent from three. Got to the line. Overall, just played unbelievable basketball today. Had a couple of really nice post moves. Unbelievable, like crossover, Euro, finish over Draymond. A couple big threes, you know, just overall looked really, really solid. 13 points in the first quarter, 10 points in the second quarter, 9 points in the third, and another 12 in the fourth. Like, unreal, unreal game for him. Uh, and it, it was huge. It's everything that we needed. You know, it's funny. We had Jason Jalen Brown with his 40-point performance, and then Tatum comes out and does the same thing very efficiently as well. Not quite as efficiently as far as shooting percentages go, uh, but solid, solid game. Uh, The other guy tonight that played outstanding was Kemba Walker. And, uh, guys, like his game over the past couple weeks is night and day compared to what it was early in the season. The assist numbers have been up. Tonight was a lower assist game for him compared to the last couple weeks, uh, but super efficient and hit his clutch shots. Had a couple of unbelievable shots late in the game. Huge pull-up three to take the lead. 
and then had an awesome like reverse layup in transition. Another clutch three, go up five, 22 seconds left. And that was one that was like very much needed. Late in the shot clock, didn't have anything else going, just pulls up. And, you know, overall, this is this is the Kemba that we need. I've said it over and over this season. But the Celtics are only going to go as far as Kemba Walker allows us to. Like, I, I truly, truly believe that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have a ton of skill to get us deep in the playoffs. But Kemba Walker is that X factor. Like, he brings this team to a different level. And tonight he played to, he played up to that level. That's the Kemba that we need. You know, I, I like, again, when JB's back and playing and we'll have Fournier back as well, the offense isn't going to need as many shots from Kemba. But he's proven over the last couple of weeks that he can move the ball, drive and dish instead of drive and, you know, try to finish. Uh, But tonight, this was just an efficient night. He missed his first free throw in his last, I think, 46 attempts. He hit 45 straight and missed one today. They jinxed him on ESPN. Uh, But overall, this is just a a really, really strong performance from him. And honestly, the other guy that I thought played outstanding tonight was Jabari Parker. And I'll talk about his contract. Actually, yeah, I'll just talk about it now. So the Celtics signed Jabari Parker to a two-year deal, which I think surprised absolutely everybody because nobody was talking about it. There wasn't really – I mean, realistically, I think a lot of people thought that the Celtics would avoid the buyout market because they wanted to stay under the cap. They somehow figured out how to stay under the cap and signed Jabari Parker. And tonight, he played excellent. 11 points, 5 of 6 from the field, 4 offensive rebounds, all of which I'm pretty sure he put back. And then he had an unbelievable like spin, fadeaway, post move uh, as well. So it just, you know, Brad just trusted him. Like, he got 16 minutes tonight, and a couple of those were late in the game, in the clutch. Like, last two minutes of the game, they put him in, and they trusted him, and he played really well. Like, he played really, really well. Uh, You know, when you're first joining a team and you don't have any practice time, the only thing that you can really rely on is energy. And Jabari Parker came out with a ton of it tonight. He was all over the place trying to get offensive rebounds, constantly making aggressive cuts towards the rim, and it led to a lot of great plays, great offensive opportunities for Jabari Parker tonight. Uh, Brad actually drew up a play for him too. At least it seemed that way. They pretty much went to him in the post right after a timeout late in the game, and that was where he had that nice offensive rebound Actually, the awesome spin move fade away. Uh, so, you know, really, really impressive game for Jabari Parker. And, and I'll admit it, I loved him in college, but he hasn't done anything in the NBA. 
Like, he was on the Celtics, and it just didn't... It was a complete failed experiment. And it's obviously way too early to tell, but he looked really solid tonight. Like, looking at our bench right now, outside of Pritchard, there was nobody on our bench that scored more than five. Grant actually scored four tonight, which is more than he usually gets. Uh, but realistically, like, we haven't had a really good bench threat. And obviously that changes when you have a guy like Fournier coming off the bench. Like he'll give you 15, 20 points a game, realistically, like once he's in. Uh, but he Jabari Parker came in and, you know, if he's another guy that can bring some energy, very much needed at this point. Uh, so I like it. I like the pickup at this uh, right now, at least. I like it a lot. You look at the even so Shemi slated for the start today with JB out, and even Shemi twenty one minutes again played pretty well defensively. Two points, one of four from the field. Uh, really rough shooting night. Played pretty well defensively, but again is not a guy that I think the Celtics are really going to rely on much in the playoffs. You know, maybe against a team like Milwaukee with like a a bigger dominant forward. Uh, But outside of that, I mean, I think Brad's kind of, he's going to figure out his rotations. And, you know, the the next 15 games or so, whatever's left in the season, I think it's 15 actually on the dot at this point. uh, I think Brad's going to try to figure out what that rotation's really going to be. You know, for me... And I guess we can talk about this in a little bit, but you know, it's going to be obviously the Jays. It's going to be Kemba. It's going to be Smart. It's going to be Thompson, Time Boy. There's six guys right there. Realistically, we're probably going to roll with like nine or ten. Pritchard's probably going to be one of them. Fournier's going to be another. There's eight, and we're probably looking at you know a Grant. And then a Romeo slash Shemi slash Jabari Parker. And I don't think I don't think we're gonna roll more than ten deep. <laughs> so you look at guys like Neesmith, Taco, Edwards, Tremont, like those guys aren't gonna see the floor, I don't think, come playoff time. Maybe Neesmith uh in a, a sort of blowout win just to see if he can give you anything, but probably not. But overall, I mean, looking at the rest of tonight's game, you know, Marcus Smart, to me, played a a solid defensive game. Uh, You you won't see it if you look at Stephen Curry's numbers. Scored 47 points on 15 of 27 from the field and 11 of 19 from three. But, But Marcus Smart had a hand in his face all night long. Like, all night long. Had a couple of unbelievable defensive plays, too, against Draymond Green late in the game. Kind of forced a a really tough layup late in the game. That kind of solidified the Celtics' victory. But it's tough, man. Steph Curry is just unbelievable. 11 of 19 from three. He hit 11 threes. Like, it's just crazy. Our entire team hit 15. 
Like he hit these pretty much the same amount as our entire starting five. So it's it's weird. It's just not human at this point. Uh but guys, this is this is the victory that the Celtics really, really needed. Like you look up and down, like we're very top heavy with scoring load. A lot of it is coming from our starters. A lot of it came from Tatum. But we did have two bench players that scored in double digits, Pritchard and Parker. And if we can get anywhere close to that come playoff time, that's huge. Like, that's huge. But like Brad said, like the rest of the you know team has said, I've, I've heard it several times, like the biggest thing that the Celtics are focused on at this point is health. You know, can we stay healthy? And that's going to be the issue. But overall, this is a huge, huge win for the Celtics. I uh, do want to talk about some of the negatives because we obviously found ourselves in a huge hole. Uh, but before we dive into that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, let's talk about some of the negatives here. Uh, Definitely were a bunch. Again, I talked about it a little bit earlier. The Celtics just did not move the ball well tonight. Uh, Again, missing Jalen Brown, missing Time Lord, missing Evan Fournier. Jalen Brown is a guy that's going to space the floor. Fournier, a guy that's going to space the floor, both of which are very good. Well, okay, let's say good passers. Fournier is a very good passer. JB is a budding passer, (laughs) growing in that field for sure. Uh, But tonight there just wasn't a lot of guys that can hit shots. Right, you look at you look at the starting five. Shemi subpar. Thompson not going to shoot much. Smart, okay. Like he shot three of eleven from three tonight. Like as good as he can be, as good as he is defensively, everybody knows that he's not a fantastic three point shooter. Streaky, but not very not very good. Right. So tonight it's tough because you don't have the guys that can stretch the floor as much. So when you're driving and dishing, it's not going to lead to as many points. So tonight the Celtics relied very heavily on ISO ball. Fortunately, we had a guy named Jason Tatum that just decided to go off. Uh, But that's not always going to be the case. Tatum's not going to have 
every like every night's not going to be a 16 of 25 from the field night. And he's not going to put up 44 points. Uh, it just doesn't happen often. I can't say it doesn't happen because we've got back-to-back 40-point games with JB and Tatum. So, uh, But realistically, I mean, that to me is a huge issue that the Celtics have kind of dealt with all season long is just lack of assists. And that's something that over the last couple of weeks, we've done a pretty good job of fixing. But again, when you're when you just don't have a healthy team, it makes things more challenging. So that to me was a huge issue tonight. Looking at the rest of the game, the Celtics just came out playing terrible. Like we had 33 points given up in the first quarter. Uh, and a lot of it was just on backdoor cuts that the Celtics just did not rotate on whatsoever. Like Steph Curry drove the ball. Our entire team just collapsed looking at him. And the guys that were in the corners cut to the rim, had easy layups. Like a lot of a lot of our points just came from lack of defensive like IQ, I want to say. Or maybe they're all just too focused on Curry. And honestly, if that's the case, that's kind of fine because, you know, you look at his numbers tonight, he is that good. But, you know, the Celtics really, really fell behind tonight. Like we were down 16 points uh, at one point in the second quarter. You know, fortunately for the Celtics, we went on a 10-0 run to end the second, and we're only down six at halftime. Uh, and then we continued on that run. I think it was like twenty three to twenty three to four run at one point that ended up getting us the lead. So you know that to me, like the Celtics, really like we faced advers- adversity tonight and made a huge push. Like we punched him in the face, and that's exactly what we needed. You know, Brad Stevens has called this team out a couple times at this point. And tonight really just, it looks like we're turning a corner. And that to me is huge because, you know, again, we're in a playoff chase at this point and nobody wants to, nobody wants to be in the playing game. Like getting in that fourth spot is huge. Uh, so, you know, it, that's that to me is the biggest issue that the Celtics kind of face is, you know, making sure that they're locked in defensively at all points of the game. You know, overall tonight, I think we did a pretty good job of turn like not turning over the ball. Uh, but one of the things that we didn't do well was kind of guarding the fast break. You know, they had 16 points in the fast break. A lot of it was just ridiculous shots from Steph Curry. But a lot of it is Steph Curry getting the ball in transition, driving, and finding a guy because the defense collapses. It's not every night that you're going to face a a guy like Curry that can hit any shot he wants, except for maybe Dame in Portland. Uh, but realistically, you know, those are those were really the two biggest issues tonight. Or I guess the three biggest issues. Uh, I think assist is really the the one thing that I think the Celtics really need to focus on more uh, moving forward. Because at this point, you know, 
there are a couple things holding the Celtics back from being a contending team. And I think a lot of it stems from defensive IQ, defensive rotations, and assists. Like, when the Celtics do those things, they win, and they win, like, easily. So those are the things that the Celtics really need to focus on moving forward. You know, at this point, the Celtics are playing really good basketball. And looking at the standings, we currently own fourth place. Again, Atlanta, we've played one more game than Atlanta. So we're only a half game up on them. And on them, and if they win their next game, we'll be right back to being in fifth because Atlanta owns the tiebreaker. With that being said, we are now a game above New York, two and a half games above Miami, and three games above Charlotte. So we're finally starting to kind of move away from those playing teams, which is huge because it gives the Celtics the opportunity to play a little bit less and rest our guys a little bit more. And that's what we need at this point, because if you look at the way the Celtics have kind of been hit with injuries slash health and safety protocols, it's just screwing up the entire season, right? Like we've talked about Robert Williams and his position as a starter like, he's clearly the best big on this Celtics team. I don't think that's even up for debate anymore. Uh, but his health is just a, it's a huge question mark. Nobody knows what's going to happen with him. And when he's healthy, the Celtics play really well. He's a really, really strong passing big man that is super athletic and opens up the floor in a way that a lot of other bigs don't just because he has that alley-oop potential. He's not stretching the floor, but he's opening the floor by being a lob threat. So guys can't really lay off of him. Uh, but that's, I mean, it's huge because you just, you don't know when he's going to play. You don't know if he's going to play big minutes. Like I think the Celtics were doing a pretty good job of limiting his minutes to about 20 back when we had Tice. But when you get rid of him, you really can't throw in guys like Wagner. You can't throw in guys like Cornette. Obviously, Wagner's not on the team anymore. But it, it, that really is just where the Celtics struggle. It's just injury is not really having any continuity on the roster. And the kind of the, the same thing goes with Fournier. Like, we should be getting him back. I would hope by our their game against Philly. But again, that's kind of up in the air also. Like you just at this point you just don't know. And it's it's frustrating. You know, hopefully oh, he's even back earlier against the Bulls on Monday. But again, you don't know. So, you know, at this point we're in a pretty good spot, but a lot of our long-term potential a lot of you know our playoff chances kind of hinge on injuries and health. If we have a full team, which again hasn't really happened much this season, I don't think actually we haven't had a single game all year long with an empty injury report. 
And that's pretty remarkable. Uh, it kind of sucks. But we're, I mean, we're 31 and 26. Obviously, it's not where any of us wanted to be. Nobody wants to be just five games above 500. And going back a couple weeks, we were under 500. But honestly, at this point, like you have to look at the big picture of things. The Celtics need to get healthy. They need to get healthy. And if they do, we've shown glimpses of being an excellent basketball team. And you look at the team, like we got rid of obviously Hayward from last year, but we've added quite a few guys. Like obviously Tice is gone as well. Like the roster is different, but the main components are the same. Like it's still Tatum, Brown, Kemba. And then obviously Smart. Fournier is a huge addition to me. And I think that the Celtics are just going to, like, they can put together a pretty good run. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are significantly better this year than last. And that plays in. That kind of makes up for the fact that, you know, Fournier is not quite the player that Gordon was. But I think our bench outside of that is better than it was last year. You know, this is it's it's just a weird season, guys. It's a weird season. But at this point, if you can if the Southern can keep rolling like this, we're not gonna I don't think we're gonna catch Milwaukee. Like I'd be I'd be shocked if we would catch them. Uh but just kind of solidifying that fourth seed, getting into a position where you know we're facing Atlanta or even New York, whoever whoever ends up in the fifth spot, uh, we would have a home home court advantage, and that to me is huge. With the home court advantage, let's let's say we win that first round, right? At this current point, we're facing Philly, who we've struggled with this year, but in the past we've done pretty well with. And if we can win that, again, kind of isolate Joel Embiid, let him do all the scoring to try to shut down the rest of the team, you know, I I do kind of like our chances in that series. And then that kind of leaves Brooklyn and Milwaukee to face off against each other. And the Nets don't have anyone that can really stop Giannis. And that could be a that could be a fun series to watch. Let one of them screw themselves out. I don't really want to face the Nets. I really don't. I'd rather face the Bucks. Uh, and if for whatever reason that's possible, and the Bucks beat the Nets, there's a slight chance that the Celtics could make a splash. I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. Uh, but at this point, like you gotta be, you gotta be hopeful. The way the Celtics have been playing as of late is good. Uh, it's it's fun to watch, and we haven't been able to say that for a large portion of this season. So that's where we're gonna wrap things up. Honestly, super super happy with tonight's win. Uh, if you haven't followed me on Twitter, guys, make sure to do so. Tweet about the games all the time. Send out a bunch of tweets. Uh, at NBA Celtics guy, make sure to rate review the podcast. Uh, and more importantly, make sure to tune in 
on Monday against the Bulls. We'll have another podcast dropping. Have a good night, Celtics fans.